Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Hot Girl Guide podcast. Happy Tuesday. We are a day late today, but we're not actually late because I am from Ireland and we had a bank holiday weekend this weekend. So I was not about to upload a podcast on a bank holiday Monday. That just feels weird to me. That feels weird. So we're back today. I just want to say I am so grateful for every single one of you who is tuning into the podcast recently, who is messaging me about it, who is listening on wherever you listen to your podcast or watching on YouTube. I am so grateful because I love having this little community where we can just chat and stay updated on each other's lives. I love it. I love podcasting. I recorded this most of this episode and just deleted the whole thing because I I don't know I wasn't feeling it I wasn't feeling it normally my podcasts are a one take wonder but because I like to have them like a voice note so me and you are really chatting they're not overproduced they're not heavily edited it's just me and you sitting down or going for a hot girl walk together or cleaning your room or whatever you're doing driving Whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, I'm doing it with you, even though I'm sitting alone in my room right now. Do you know what I mean? It's just that connection that we have and we're just chatting. Anyways, today is a very lucky day in astrology. And if you have clicked this episode, you already know today we're talking about astrology and we're getting into it a little bit. We're not going too deep. This won't be full of like hard to digest information. This podcast is going to be light. I'm going to like introduce you to a sprinkle of astrology, but we're not going to get too deep into it because I realize that it can be very confusing and inaccessible to people. So I'm going to try and break it down easily. But before we get into that, today is a very lucky day in astrology because the sun and Jupiter are coming together in Aries, forming what is called in astrology as a Kazemi. And basically what that means is Jupiter is the planet of expansion, of abundance, of luck, and the sun is all about you. So when those two planets come together, it's just a beautiful piece of astrology to work with. And it's a really good day to manifest, to think about what you're creating in this world, to bring your dreams into fruition, to make a new creative project come to life. It's a really good day for that. So just know that I'm always sending you good luck and positive vibes. If you are listening to this podcast or watching, just know that energetically I'm sending you the best vibes. And if you share this podcast with a friend or on your Instagram story, just know that you are getting 10 times the good vibes going your way. Because I really appreciate when you share this on your story because podcasting is weird. It's not like YouTube or TikTok or Instagram where you can see who watched it. You don't really get that many metrics. There's no comment section. So when you share in your story that you really enjoyed the episode, I get that bit of connection back because I feel like I'm sending out connection right now. You're connecting with me, but I can't see that. There's no way for me to see that other than numbers. But when you look at numbers, you don't see names and you don't see faces. So when people DM me on the podcast Instagram, they're like, oh my God, girl, I love the podcast. Or when they share on their stories, it's just, I don't know. I just love the whole community aspect of it all. So thank you for sharing in advance. 
to your story. I'm very, very uber grateful for that. Yeah, so today the astrology is great and today we're also talking about astrology. But before we get into that, we are talking about a book recommendation because every podcast I recommend a book. For a while it was a perfume. We did perfume of the pod, but I very quickly ran out of perfumes to talk about. So now we're talking about books. And today's book is a book that I don't see recommended often. I've actually never seen anyone else talk about this. Maybe I'm not looking at the right people, but I have never seen someone recommend or talk about this book. And when it comes to book recommendations, I'm very much so of the belief that if you come across a book recommendation, if someone recommends you a book, that is your sign from the universe to read it. That is the universe putting that book in your vortex. Because how often is it that people recommend books? Do you know what I mean? This book is called The Creative Nudge and it is by Mick Mahoney and Kevin Chesters. And basically it says, simple steps to help you think differently. Feeling uninspired, burnt out or just plain bored? Supercharge your creative mojo with the power of nudge theory. Make simple changes to your routine, recharge your thinking and retrain your brain. I read this book in one sitting and it is a book that you can pick up time and time again if you need a creative boost. It's only 120 something pages, which is absolutely gorgina in my opinion. You know, it's a book that you can sit down one sitting and devour. I'm actually going to reread it tonight. I've read it maybe two or three times. It's a really good book. And every time I read it, it just gives me that creative inspiration that I need. It's written in a really nice way that is very engaging to read. And yeah, if you are looking for a new book, The Creative Nudge is definitely one that I recommend. I will have an affiliate link for the book in the show notes and I'll also put it on the Instagram. And if you shop through that link, you're helping me earn a few cents to keep these lights on. Do you know what I mean? Support the podcast. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon. Should I set up a podcast, a Patreon for the podcast? Is that something you'd be interested in? I'm going to leave on Spotify a little like Q&A poll thing. You can do that now on Spotify. So if you click this episode and you scroll down on Spotify, you'll be able to vote on that poll as whether or not I should create a Patreon for the podcast for like the girlies who are ride or die podcast supporters. And we can have a little community there. We can do bonus episodes. I can have some bonus pieces of content. I'm sure I will think of a million and one fun, exciting things to put on that. Should I do a Patreon for the podcast? That's my question of the day. I would love an answer. If you've clicked this episode, you know the title is Astrology 101. So what I'm going to get into first is my journey with astrology, I guess, because I love astrology. I relate everything to astrology. I want to know everyone's sun sign. I would love to know everyone's birth chart. <laughs> I would love to know your big three. And I love astrology because what astrology is, is basically a picture of who you are at your core. And everyone has a birth chart. And the more you get into the depths of your birth chart, the more you understand yourself and the more you are given permission to be who it is you're meant to be in this world, which is so cool, right? I can't remember when I got into astrology, but I have memories 
that go way, 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 way back of me like pulling up the back of a magazine and looking at the tourist section and seeing what my astrology was, seeing what my horoscope was. I was so into pop astrology from a very young age. I always knew I was a Taurus. I always knew my sun sign, but it wasn't up until later in life. I would say my early to mid twenties, maybe where I figured out you have an entire birth chart. Oh my God. So cool, right? So your birth chart gives you way more than just your sun sign. Cause I feel like a lot of times someone would be like, Ooh, you're Leo. And the like pop astrology description for Leo is someone who loves attention, is the centre of attention, is so outgoing, is always craving the spotlight. And you might be like, I don't resonate with being Leo. What's going on? And that is because there are 10 different planets that you have placements in. So there's sun, moon, rising, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune. There are all these planets that you have placements in that might conflict with your sun sign. So a lot of times people don't emotionally relate with their sun sign. And that is because number one, your sun is more about you and your ego and how you show up to the world as opposed to your emotions. Basically, you have your sun sign, but then you have your moon and you have your rising and you have your Mars and you have your Mercury and you have your Venus and you have your Jupiter and you have all these different placements in your chart that essentially make up who you are. And then all these placements land in different houses in your birth chart. So in your birth chart, there are 12 houses and each house represents something different. So someone with a son in Leo in the first house is very different to someone with a son in Leo in the sixth house, for example. So it's not just about you being born in July or August and that making you a Leo because you have all these different placements that go along with your sun sign to make you a unique blend of a person. Everyone is different. No two people, I would imagine, have the exact same birth chart. Even twins could differ in birth charts or personalities or their birth chart might manifest in a different way. So yeah, it's very, very important to not just write off astrology. I'm I'm assuming if you're listening to this episode, you're not the type of person that's going to write off astrology anyway, but a lot of people do. And they're like, oh, well, how could everyone who's born in late April and the start of May be the same person because they're all Tauruses? And it's like, no, they're not all the same people because they all have different birth charts. Yay. I love doing people's birth charts. I actually offer it as a service on my website, rebeccashort.com. If you want me to do your birth chart 100% personalized to you, you can go onto my website and use the code YouTubeFam and you get a discount. I know this is the podcast. I should probably create a code called podcast fam or something, but for now, just use the code YouTube fam and you get a discount if you want me to do your chart. Of course, like all other information on the internet, you can research it. You don't have to have 
an astrologer do your birth chart. You can do all the research yourself. But what I have found is a lot of people don't want to do the research. A lot of people don't want to decipher what every little thing means and they want someone to explain it to them, which is why I started offering birth charts. I actually wasn't offering them before last September. I've done a course in astrology. I love astrology. I have so many books about astrology. I research astrology all the time. And what I love most about astrology is there's always more you can learn and there's always deeper that you can go, which makes me as a girl with a 12th house stellium in Scorpio, very, very happy. We've talked about the sun sign, which everyone knows. Everyone knows their sun sign. It's called your sun sign or your star sign. That is what month of the year you were born, essentially. So if you were born April 22nd, like me, you're a Taurus. If you were born August 31st, you are a Virgo. If you're born the 3rd of June, you're a Gemini and so on and so forth. It's very, very easy to figure out your sun sign. I assume if you're listening that you already know what your sun sign is. But then after the sun, you have your moon sign. Now, the moon represents your emotional world, how you process emotions, how you deal with emotions, how emotions affect you in this life. All can be seen in your moon sign. What uh, placement it is in. So for example, I'm a moon in Virgo and then what house it is in. So for example, a moon in the first house versus a moon in the 10th house are very different expressions of the moon. Even though it is still a moon in Virgo, depending on the house, it will kind of express itself a little differently. The moon is at home in Cancer. So if you have a Cancer moon, you're probably really in tune with your emotions. A lot of people call cancers emotional, but in reality, if you have a moon in cancer, it just means that you can deal with your emotions well. You're in tune with your emotions. You feel your emotions. You're able to express your emotions freely. You're able to talk about emotions. Whereas if you have your moon in Virgo, like me, you're probably more likely to intellectualize your emotions and be like, why am I feeling this? as opposed to just feeling it. The moon changes sign every two and a half days. So you could be the exact same sun sign as someone, but if you were born a week or two, two and a half days after that person, you'll have a different moon sign. So that is why everyone in the same month is not the same person. Anyways, back to the rising. So your rising sign is the sign that was on the horizon at the moment you were born. It changes a few times throughout the day, which is why you can only know your rising sign if you know what time you were born around, like realistically to the minute. But if you know around what time you were born, usually I can figure out what rising sign you are. The rising sign sets up the birth chart. So whatever sign is your rising sign will be the sign that rules the first house of self. So if you are a Sagittarius rising, your first house is Sagittarius, your second house is Capricorn, your third house is Aquarius and so on and so forth. And your 12th house is Scorpio. And depending on your rising sign, you will have a different first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth house. It will be ruled by a different placement depending on your rising sign so if you don't know what time you're born you can still have your birth chart done and you can still know what placements you have in like what planet is in each placement 
but you won't be able to figure out what your rising sign is or what house is ruled by what, if that makes sense. So your rising sign is usually the sign you connect a lot more with. I am a Sagittarius rising and typical characteristics of someone who is a Sagittarius rising is a girly who is positive. Everything has a silver lining. Everything has a positive lens. If you are lucky enough to have a friend who has a Sagittarius rising, you just know the positive impact that person will have in your life and like everyone's life. They just want everyone to be positive or to see the positive side or to be a positive emphasis in people's lives. I know so much about it, obviously, because it's my own placement. But oftentimes a lot of people will resonate more with their rising sign than with their sun sign. Of course, some people could have the same sun and rising, like you could have Virgo, sun, Virgo moon, Virgo rising, just because you have a Virgo sun doesn't mean you mightn't have a Virgo moon or Virgo rising. The rising sign represents, to me anyway, how I kind of decipher the rising sign is like, when I meet a group of people, the energy I give is more rising sign energy as opposed to sun sign energy. Like when you meet me, I am very fire sign energy even though I'm an earth sign, I'm very chilled, I'm very subdued. But if I meet a new group of people, I will be very talkative, I'll be very positive, I will be very like fire sign energy because that is my rising sign. Also, the rising sign is kind of who you grow into in this lifetime or who you're meant to kind of grow into as a person. So when you're younger, you mightn't resonate with your rising sign as much as when you're older. Essentially, your sun, moon and rising is known as your big three. So when people ask you, what's your big three? They're asking you what your sun, moon and rising signs are. So that is the first three placements in astrology. Your sun sign, your moon sign and your rising sign. And they make up who you are as a person. Of course, there is more. For example, your Mercury rules how you communicate. So I have Mercury in Aries. So I jump from topic, topic, to, <laughs> from topic to topic very quickly. I am likely to interrupt people. I'm likely to have a loud voice because that is Aries fire sign energy. So the more you learn about astrology, the more everything will kind of come together. But that is the kind of starter intro to astrology. I didn't want to get too deep into this, into astrology, because I feel like it's very overwhelming, especially in podcast form, to kind of talk way into the birth chart. I think once people understand to get started, your sun sign, your moon sign and your rising sign, then you can go a bit deeper. I don't know if this podcast episode is a good idea even like I'm still sitting here recording it being like is this information interesting to anyone but I think just because I know what the sun moon and rising sign is that it's kind of very entry level to me but I feel like maybe some people will get well everyone wanted this episode everyone wanted an episode on an introduction to astrology so that's what an introduction to astrology is. Your birth chart is essentially a picture of the sky and all the planets at the exact moment you were born. 
including the planets, the placements, the houses, the degrees. It goes down to degrees like it goes very, very deep. But this is just surface level astrology to get your kind of appetite wet, I guess, for it. Of course, with astrology, like everything on the Internet, you can watch so many YouTube videos from astrologers explaining everything in depth. Like if you type into YouTube Virgo Sun, you'll get so many videos explaining what a Virgo Sun means and what that kind of represents and a Virgo moon and a Virgo rising or whatever placements you have. I feel like this episode just kind of feels like me promoting the fact that I do birth charts which I don't want it to feel like but I just wanted to kind of introduce you all to astrology and why I love it and I think the main reason I love astrology is because it gave me permission to be myself at a time where I didn't know who the fuck I was. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like I had no idea I knew who I was but I wasn't comfortable in that yet I wasn't confident in that so when I got my birth chart done I was like oh my god I'm meant to be who I am and who I feel like and it's it's not wrong like I'm not wrong I'm exactly who I am and that is exactly who I'm meant to be which is why I love astrology and why I reference it all the time I just wanted to kind of introduce everyone to astrology the next episode of this podcast won't be about astrology we'll be talking about dating and relationships and situationships which I'm excited for and I'm going to record that right now and that's going to be next week but I hope you enjoyed listening to me kind of talk a little bit about astrology if you have any other questions please feel free to research them you don't have to dm someone questions that you can google great information Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something new and I will see you next time. Okay, goodbye.